Hey folks, it's Kate, your resident holistic health and wellness coach, and today is a little bit different. The blog post I'm reading heavily features an infographic, and it's all about the stages of change. So you can find the link to that post, which has the infographic at the bottom of the show notes here, and it'll probably be a little bit easier to digest that visual, but I won't leave you high and dry. I promise to read this post to you, and so I shall. Essentially, you're going to get some extra editorialization as I describe that infographic and what it really means. This one's pretty straightforward, so no other extras after the blog read today. But don't worry, the next post is a doozy, so go check that one out to get more goodies on how this stuff shows up for me and in my coaching practice. And with that, let's get into it. Stages of behavior change. Where are you and what does it mean? If you're reading this post, you're probably considering making a change in your life or you've already started. You recognize that some key area of your life is out of balance and you're not happy with the current state of affairs. Maybe a friend, family member, or a doctor has recommended making some changes to your lifestyle. Maybe it's something you've been thinking about for a while, but you haven't quite gotten motivated to start yet. Or maybe you're in the middle of a behavior change process and you're nervous about how to keep it going. So you head over to Life Coach Google and you type in the search phrase, how to start a new exercise routine or stress management techniques for dummies. Coach Google serves you up several ads for trendy apps to download and the top 10 lists with advice you've read a thousand times, all usually tailored to folks at a very specific stage of their change process, which just isn't going to work for everyone. You'll make more headway when you use the tools and strategies that are best suited for your current stage of change. Okay, so what are these stages? For the nerdy among us, go ahead and dive into the history of the trans-theoretical model as defined by Richard Prochaska and Carlo Di Clemente for more on the origins around that. For those of us who just want to get straight to the point, these two professors identified six stages of change that most humans cycle through several times before being able to sustain our new behavior or routine for the long term. Those stages are pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and relapse. While most of our internet searches prepare us to move from preparation through action, Very few listicles or apps are designed for folks in stages one, two, five, or six. So pre-contemplation, contemplation, contemplation, maintenance, or relapse. Everyone is capable of moving through these stages on their own and finding a process that works for them, but you can move more easily and successfully through these stages with an awareness of where you're at and what strategies to use given your current stage. A trained coach can help you identify your stage and customize those strategies to your life even more effectively. But if you've got the time, energy, and creativity, you can totally design a solid behavior change plan on your own, keeping in mind some of these strategies. Okay, so for my audio listeners here, you should go ahead and check out the link to the original blog post in the show notes because at the bottom you'll find an infographic that describes a little bit more in detail about each of the stages of behavior change. But in case that's not accessible to you right now, I'll go ahead and read each section so you can get a sense for what to expect from each stage of behavior change. 
So the first is pre-contemplation. And in this stage, you generally have no awareness or intention to change your behavior. And you might be asking yourself, what problem? There's no problem. And the strategies you'd use here would be to seek information on drawbacks of the status quo and benefits of making a change. You would want to find a supportive friend or contact who has your well-being in mind and seek out spaces free from social coercion. The goal here is just to expand your understanding, but do so in a place that's not seeking to change your perspective or force you into making a change or thinking you need to make a change, just to get more information. The next stage is contemplation. And here you are generally aware that a problem exists, but you haven't made a commitment to any action. You're thinking, well, maybe. So strategies at this point are to explore any feelings of ambivalence that you have, make a pro-con list for the status quo versus making a change, and then explore how the status quo versus making a change relate to your personal values. So you're really just trying to feel into, okay, I could stay the same or I could make this change and what would be good or bad about each of those things and how does that impact my stated values and how I show up in the world. From there, we move into preparation. So this is where you are intent on taking action to make a change within the next 30 days. So you're saying to yourself, I'm ready, what do I need to do? Here the strategies are really to seek out information and examples of other people who have already done what you want to do and whom you can learn from. You also wanna review what behavior change strategies have worked for you in the past when you've changed something else, what worked for me, what didn't work for me. And then this is a good point to clarify your goals, your strategies, and your plan for change and figure out how to lower or work around any barriers or obstacles that you know might get in the way. And last, this is when you share your goals and your intentions with other people because that helps you stay accountable to beginning the change. At this stage, it's really important to take the time to lay that foundation before jumping into action because if you do it before you're ready, it's much easier to slip and fall off. Okay, so the next stage is action, and this is where you are in active modification of your behavior, but it's not yet stable. So you're thinking, I'm doing it, um, but there's still some more to do to make sure it sticks. So strategies here are to engage a supportive community and lean on your strengths and resources. You also wanna treat everything as a learning experiment and remember to reflect on what is working and what doesn't work for you throughout the process so you can make changes accordingly. Finally, acknowledge the ups and downs as a part of the process and celebrate all the wins. This is really where you're gonna try stuff out. Some things aren't gonna work, some things are. And when you have progress, it's important to really acknowledge and celebrate all of that. From here, you find yourself in the maintenance phase, ideally. And this is where we really wanna live most of the time. Um, But as always, this is a part of the cycle of these stages of change. So maintenance, of course, is where you've gotten to a place where you are sustaining this change and your new behavior replaces the old behavior. So you're thinking, I've got it, I'm sticking with it, this isn't so hard now. Strategies here, and you do need strategies here, are to really continue to give yourself credit for all that you've accomplished and continue to reflect on why you made this change. 
reflect as well on what helped you make this change. So look back on this whole process going from contemplation through preparation and action experimentation. What really worked for you and when you made changes, what helped it to stick and get to the place where you're at now? And then lastly, you really do want to make a plan to think ahead about any slips or relapses that might occur. So you want to identify what are the likely sources and triggers that could cause a slip and what will you do to get back on track when it inevitably happens? This is the hard part people don't like to hear, but it will happen. Life happens. We've talked about this several other times before, but if you really want to get a new behavior to stick, you need to accept that fact that there are going to be slips and you may even fall back a lot further than you want to. But if you're prepared for that and you have a plan for what you're going to do when that happens, it makes it much easier to jump back in and start from a later stage rather than have to go all the way back to pre-contemplation and start again. Okay, so that brings us to the last stage here, which is relapse. And that is, of course, where you fall back into those old patterns of behavior and you're probably thinking to yourself, I screwed up. So the strategies here. This is where you really want to pause and know that relapse is a common part of the behavior change process for most people. So you want to reflect on what happened and what you learned from this slip. What can you do differently next time? Reflect on why and how you made the change initially and know that you had the ability and the skills to do it again. You did it once, you can do it again. And finally, reevaluate your current stage of change. So now that you've relapsed, maybe you're just back into action. Maybe you're back to preparation again, but figure out where you are and then decide when you're ready to try again. And from there, decide what's the next best step for me. So that's it for the stages of change. And I do recommend that you go to that blog post and open up the infographic. You can download the image for yourself and pull it up whenever you're going through the process of changing habits or creating a new routine. And you can make sure that you aren't rushing through or past any important stages. If you really take the time to fully explore each stage, you'll be less likely to slide from one stage back to the previous one. Know that it's all a process and just by being aware of these stages and some of the best strategies to use during each, you're already putting yourself in a better position and with a greater chance of success. Of course, these strategies are very broad and general and when you partner with a coach, you'll get much more specific and detailed, not only with tailored strategies, but with homework and individualized inquiry to help you move more effectively through each stage. But hopefully this is a helpful starting point for you as you go through your behavior change process now or next time. Let me know about your experience with the stages of change and what questions come up as you're exploring this topic. You can reach out to me to connect or with feedback on Instagram at katiejwellness or by email at community at katiejwellness.com. Until next time, be well.